Hey everyone, welcome to the BA Podcast with your co-host James with Jake. Episode 115, Basketball is Back. Wow. Basketball's back, Jake. That was an abrupt ending to the song. But yes, it's back. It is Happy back. Thursday. How's it going, Jake? Yeah, I'm alive, so it's all good over here in the Bay Area. How about you? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, just a little here and there with a couple things. But yeah, everything's going well on this Thursday afternoon. Um, yeah, let's get, let's get straight into it. Let's talk about the the best basketball team in the Bay Area. The St. Mary's Gales um, start off with them. They are actually on a great win streak right now. Uh, they are currently seven and one. They lost their first game uh, and they won on a, and they went and they went ahead and won seven straight. Um, shout out to Tommy Cousy had a career high of thirty four points uh, last uh, last game. I forgot against who, but yeah, great game by him. But let's talk about the second best team, uh, second best basketball team in the area, and that is the Cal State East Bay Pioneers. Um, Jake, any thoughts on how they're doing right now? Um, no, I've not paid attention or looked at all, um, so I have no idea how they're doing. But YOLO, absolutely. Well, aside from that, shout out to our uh, our alma maters uh, playing basketball. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the third best basketball team in the Bay Area, and that is the Golden State Warriors. Um, for those for those who don't know, like I said before, basketball is back. Uh, the seasons will be starting on the 22nd uh, with the Warriors actually playing on that day, opening the season against the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I think we talked about it before. It should be a really fun game to watch. Obviously uh, going to be without Clay, uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie both back. Um, it's going to be exci- it's gonna be fun to watch uh, Steph versus Kevin Durant in this game, not Kyrie because Kyrie sucks. He doesn't suck as a basketball player. He just sucks as a person. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch KD versus Steph. Then, uh, it'll also be interesting to see Steph and the idiot in Brooklyn, too, play against each other, too. Um, see what happens there. Uh, but, you know, Nets have two good players. They have Durant and the idiot from Brooklyn, too. Um, so we'll see how happens there. They have a good bench as well. But it's all, it all depends on Durant and the idiot from Brooklyn as well. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, hopefully they're healthy for the season. Yeah, absolutely. So for those who don't know, uh, the Warriors do have their last uh, preseason game uh, tonight. Uh, it was reported er- earlier that Steve Kerr did leave the door open for both uh, uh, James Wiseman and Draymond Green uh, to play in the season finale of the preseason. Uh, but there was an update they're not playing tonight. Um, just because they're not playing, I guess. Uh, they're not ready or uh, Kerr is just laying them off. It's fine. Uh, no worries. It's just preseason. Um, but yeah, that's stuff that they're out playing tonight. Um, other than that, um, kind of like what I see from the guys um, against the Kings. I think that was a pretty good game. Um, we were we were up uh, big, you know. We rotated some guys, you know, got down a couple 
uh, double digits, and then you know it was a absolute uh, battle towards the end, and then uh, Kyle guy making that a shot at the end. Uh, the Kings won by one point, I think one fourteen, one thirteen. But uh, you see that some guys are still capable of playing. I know Jake, you were a fan of how Nico Mannion was playing that day. Why don't you talk about that game and what you saw out of them? Yeah, it was Nico Mannion, the second round pick out of Arizona this past draft when they drafted Wiseman as well. Um, he's only one for ten from the field. But he's been playing well, uh, point guard-wise. He's been finding open men uh, who are open on the wings for threes, for layups as well. He had a couple nice steals in the game against the Kings. Um, he may not be the greatest scorer ever, uh, but as like your fourth point guard and as a second-round pick, uh, he might be a he might be a. Future... He went one for five, not one for ten. You asshole. No, in the first, no combined. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk yeah. about the Warriors. Uh, but the I mean, game, but Lonzo's yeah. gone what three for fifteen. He's gone three for fifteen. Lonzo or, or Lamelo. Lamelo's gone three for fifteen. I think um, might be three for ten. Uh, but Manny has your fourth point guard. He's probably not. He's going to be the two-way contract guy. But since there's the, they they're going to accept the ruling to have fifteen men rosters now. Um, so he might play a little bit more because of that. But if not, he'll be in Santa Cruz. He's on a two-way contract. Uh, but he might be someone who could play as a backup. His probably his best case scenario is as a backup. Um, but he's gonna be the fourth guy right now and we'll see what happens later. But he played pretty well in this second preseason game. Yeah, absolutely. And it was fun to see um Steph go out there. He did drop twenty nine points, four rebounds and four assists and had a pretty pretty good shooting night. Um eleven for twenty one uh field goal percentage. He even had a block. I mean I mean, that's, that's, what we, that's what we want from Steph, right? I mean, night after night, uh, being the superstar that he is, you know, being capable to shoot the ball well and score points in his right, obviously going to be able to help uh, spread the floor with Wiggins and Oubre. Uh, we'll talk about uh, possible starting lineups later, but um, what are your thoughts on how they're, how the team has been shaping up and how, you know, the chemistry and stuff like that is there? I thought they, I thought they played pretty well the first two games. Of course, not having Draymond or Wiseman is going to hurt them. Uh, but they should be back for the season opener. Um, I know Draymond probably will, but Wiseman, we're not sure yet. Um, but I, th- I, th- I thought they played pretty well, uh, considering that they had basically a shorting training camp, no off season really. Uh, well, they had an off season, but not an off season together where they could work out um, together to build uh, camaraderie or continue, or whatever the hell it's called. Um, so we'll see what happens there, but. It will be cool to see Draymond back and Wiseman as well to go along with the people they have playing right now. Yeah, I'm absolutely excited for them, for everyone to be able to get on the floor for sure. Uh, so some questions I had for us, you know, just to talk about. Uh, one being a major one, um, aside from last year, obviously, uh, it was just Steph and Draymond, um, both actually getting hurt really in the season and then, you know, just becoming a season that was pretty much dreaded. Um well, obviously, a new season comes. Pause. Uh, a seventy-two game uh, season uh, this year. Um, the first question is: Is Steph capable of carrying this team to the playoffs with what he has? Jake, what are your thoughts on that? On the first question. Um, yes, I believe he has. I believe he's. Yes, I believe he's capable to lead this team to the playoffs. Uh, this team is much better than last year's. They have a bunch of young guys. This team's a little bit more, a little bit older. Mixed with a little more young guys as well. 
Uh, they had a bunch of people last year who played when everyone was, when everyone was injured, including uh, Pascal and Poole. Um, so they should be – they got, like, their first taste of NBA action last year. Uh, so they should be able to uh, become even better this year in their second season. Um, so Seth's going to have some help with him. Of course, having not, of course, not having Clay hurts, uh, but this team should be good enough to get into the playoffs, and he should be able to carry in there as well. I'm not sure how far they'll go, uh, but he should. They should be in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think they should be able to be make the playoffs um, this season. Will they be like a a 60 or a 55 win team? Um, probably not. I think the over under for them is 45 wins right now. Um, I'm not taking. I'll, I'll take 45 wins uh, in the West for sure. Um, yeah, they'll be yeah, 45 and 27. That could be like a top four seed. Yeah. So, which we'll talk about seeding later. Um, but yeah, I think Steph is definitely capable. Obviously, uh, other guys do need to step up. Uh, obviously, with uh, Steph being the main guy and Draymond being the, on the defensive side, uh, Steph has been on record saying that his defense is gone way better this uh has been has gone better uh these past couple months uh he's been working out you know you know by himself working alone and then obviously uh when they're able to train that he's been uh getting better and better and that's what you want to see out of your superstar like him um but yeah second question i have for us is how excited are you for the addition of kelly Oubre, jake how about you answer this one first uh, I'm a pretty excited guy, uh, left-handed shooter, um, someone that, I mean, I, f- I feel like we haven't had a a guy, not, not not necessarily, left-handed shooter, I like the way he looks, I guarantee it. Pause. Pause. Well, I mean- well no, I'm pretty excited, um, obviously that was like, even with Clay being uh, healthy, it's been a rumor that um, Kelly Rube would be coming uh, that the Warriors would try and trade for Kelly Rube to come to the Warriors, um, either being their sixth man or, but you know now him, you know being possibly the starter uh, at the shooting guard position. I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, I think he's a pretty explosive player, um, pretty good shooter as well, and I think he's really likes to hustle on defense, and I think that's going to be key for the Warriors this season is their defense. Um, you see it in the past two preseason games, um, being the type of guy to really get up in the uh, offensive player's face, and I really like that out of him. So yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to, to come watch him this uh this season. Yep, all he has to do really is just hit 35 percent of his threes. If he does that, he'll be fine. He's, he's going to bring enough defensively, and he has a lot of athleticism as well. Um, there could be fast breaks too, opportunities with him, and he can dunk really well. So I think it's going to be a good uh, it's going to be a pretty good addition to the team having Uber right there. Now and for yeah. the future, possibly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, another question. Obviously, we got the addition of Andrew Wiggins last year. Uh, he was able to play up until uh, the break of uh, COVID up in March where everything just uh, stopped. Um, but we got to see a little, little bit of a sample size with him just out there without Steph, really. Um, but now uh, he will be able to be playing with Steph come to when the season starts the big question here being a, f- a former first overall pick that went to Cleveland uh, but was traded to the Timberwolves do you think he's going to be able to produce offensively and defensively for this team being the type of player that he is Jake I think he should be able to because the problem with him in Minnesota was that if he wasn't scoring wasn't he wasn't doing much else but with his short, short stint of the Warriors you can see that even if he's not shooting the ball particularly great, 
he's still playing defense. He's still getting rebounds. He's still getting assists. Uh, so I think like his goal is to be like when uh, Harrison Barnes is on the Warriors, uh, just be like that type of guy. But you hope he's a little bit better than that because you're paying him a lot of money. Um, but if he if he plays the Harrison, if he plays above the Harrison role, like if he plays like on a Harrison Barnes scale, let's say like he was like a six. If he plays at a seven, eight, compared to that, um, he's going to be pretty good for the Warriors. And having Curry is going to help a lot with his spacing too. And he can dunk the ball as well, and he's fast too on the fast break. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, definitely be a really explosive player, a type of guy again who can, I think, who will play pretty well when Draymond's out there defensively. And Ubre too. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree type of guy a, a, a good wing player right like like you said that harrison barnes was uh just being the type of guy if you keep it the same player as harrison barnes just be able to knock those you know those occasional three that you know we need out of a wing player like andrew wiggins and we've seen him be able to do that um but yeah i think i think he can produce on both sides of the ball this year for sure and we're going to need him to so yeah well this was kind of a last question um but Obviously, we have a potential potential starting five we'll talk about later. But off that potential starting five, who do you think can come off the bench and score and be relied on with the second unit, Jake? Um, I put up uh, just a couple names. Um, Bazemore, Poole, Kevon Looney. If he doesn't start, we still don't know. Um, Marquise Chris, there's a couple names just to put out there to think about. But uh, who, who do you think you can rely on with the second unit to score? Off the bench, Jake. When I think of six man, I think of a guy who can score. And to me, the guy who, who you didn't mention here is Eric Pascal is going to be the six man. And he scored like 14 points a game last year. He had his career high was like, I think he scored in the 30s a few times too. Um, and he's not going to be like Lou Williams off the bench. But if he's like, you know, half that. That's going to help the team a lot. I think he's he's more of a six man than me. Chris is like a. I think he would be the six man. Looney's like the seventh guy. Baysmore eight, pool nine. Uh, Chris, depending on the matchup. But as we've seen in the preseason, Chris is actually a good three point shooter now. He could be a stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good shooter. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think he shot like thirty percent from three last year. Maybe. Um, they wanted Looney to do that, but he's like six for forty on his career. So I don't think that's going to ever happen. But. Yeah, Chris made three threes against the Kings last game. I mean, he's a really good player too. Um, he's like, he's what you hope Wiseman can be, but Wiseman to be twenty five to thirty times better. Not saying that you know Chris is a bad player. He's actually a pretty good player. They've actually really resurrected his career, and he's young too. Um, but to me, the six man is going to be Pascal and Chris. Depending on the game, depending on the matchup, could be the seventh guy off the bench. Yeah, we'll talk about rotations and stuff, guys. Guys who get major minutes uh, upcoming. Um, but yeah, I think I agree. Yeah, Eric Pascal, I think, obviously, um, starting from majority of the season last year, being able to get that experience as a rookie. I think, what, second team all-rookie uh, last year? I, I think, first if, team, if, if I'm not mistaken, or first team? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I mean, he's... You know, stated that you know he can play in the league. He's capable. Um, I think he's. You've seen a lot of talk of how he has a better jump shot now. Um, make the occasional three that you know that we're asking for, or the team is asking for. Um, defensively, I think he plays pretty well too. So another big body guy, but he can also score. Um, 
obviously already has that experience to be a starter, but I, I definitely agree he can be the guy off the bench immediately who can uh, have an impact on the game. And depending on who we're playing against, I think Marquise Chris can Marquise Chris can also have a potential of being a six man as well. Uh, maybe obviously both of them both on the floor can you know uh, hold up their end of the bargain. So yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, well, so the, thing for, the thing for Pascal is that last year he was a 28% three-point shooter. The goal for him is to be like 33 to 35% this year. He did shoot basically 50% from the field on four on almost five rebounds a game and two assists with 14 points per game. Um, so basically just for him is just improving his three-point shot. If he does that, he's he's one he's going to be a great player in the NBA, I think. Compare like a great I'm not saying like all-star but like a great off the bench player who in a pinch can start for you and give you a lot of uh, good play as well yeah I definitely agree uh, well yeah let's talk about um, what the possible starting lineup could look like um, just barring any setbacks I think in my opinion I think this is how it's going to go um, you can say uh, you can agree or you can switch switch it up I think it will be uh, Steph obviously at the one, the point guard position, Ubre at the shooting guard position, uh, Wiggins being the wing guy, being the three, uh, Draymond obviously um, where he's always been at the four, and I think with the season starting uh, on the twenty second, I think we start with Looney at the five, just to see obviously because Wiseman hasn't played a lot in the um, in the preseason. All right, he hasn't played at all, so probably ease him in. And see if he's capable. I think he said. I think he will get some minutes, but I think Looney gets that start uh, with the season coming up. Uh, what about what? What do you think, Jake? What are your thoughts? To me, I think the starting line is going to be Steph, Ubre, Wiggins, Draymond, and I think for probably the first game, it probably will be Looney because you know Wiseman didn't have any preseason. But after that, to me, it's going to be Wiseman starting predominantly at center, um, and they're saying a bunch of great things about him. Uh, the team is from po- after, after practices because um, he is seven feet tall. So he's seven one with a seven seven wingspan. He looks like he can dribble the ball too. Uh, he might not be able to. He might not be a great three point shooter, but he might be able to make it from there. I haven't seen him shoot any threes yet, um, even in college really. But he's dominant down low. He's going to be a great defensive player. Uh, Draymond's going to help him a ton, and Marquise Chris is going to be basically a second, basically like a a. Uh, Walmart version of him off the bench, um, or maybe they might start Chris at center for opening night with Looney coming off the bench and Pascal as well. Um, but we shall see it there. But I think Wiseman's going to be the starter. I think he's going to he's going to start more games at center than he's not this season. I believe. Okay, nice. I like that take there. Um, yeah, talking about the lineup as well. Some guys who think. The, uh, the I personally think we make, and hopefully Jay, uh, I think Jake would agree, uh, guys who get some major minutes in games, 20-plus, 15-plus uh, uh, minutes a game, uh, impact players. Obviously, we've gone and talked a lot about Eric Pascal and how um, he can make an impact. Obviously, Wiseman, if he doesn't start, I think uh, is hopefully a big major minute guy who can make a massive impact on the game. That's what we're looking for. I mean, from the second overall pick in the NFL, uh, NBA draft. But yeah, another familiar face coming back to the Warriors is Kent Bazemore, another left-handed shooter, another guy uh, Jake actually personally knows. Um, we'll, ho- we'll probably get a lot of major minutes as well. Uh, I've seen him, you know, I think his average is like a six point, uh, six point eight 
uh, average a night kind of guy. Um, but yeah, no, Kent Bazemore coming back. I think he gets some major minutes. Obviously, Marquise Chris, another guy. And then I think um, Wanamaker, who we signed from the Celtics, uh, who former Celtic we signed this offseason, is another guy who will get uh, major minutes at the point guard uh, uh, point guard position behind Steph. Uh, Jake? Who I know personally? Kent Bazemore. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I agree with you there. Um, I do think... Those guys are all going to get major minutes off the bench. Um, Wanamaker is going to play whenever Steph's off the court, probably, I believe, obviously. Um, Pascal, when I think Pascal's going to play more when Draymond's off the court. Um, so you have Draymond, you have Pascal and uh, Wiseman as well. Uh, Bazemore, on a vet minimum deal, is going to be, I think, a steal. Um, he's, he's proven he can shoot threes in the league. He didn't have a great season last year, but I mean everyone has a down year. But he's a one-year deal of like two point five million. Um, he's gonna play pretty well. Wanamaker is gonna be good too. Um, so yeah, I think that's gonna be a pretty good off the bench. Yeah, absolutely. And then some other rotation guys, uh, depending who are currently on and off the floor. Uh, Second-year guy in Jordan Poole, really rough rookie year, uh, coming from a guy who people thought was gonna be a major, uh, a possible impact uh, his first year. Uh, had, did not have a good um, rookie year shooting the ball specifically, um, but we've heard some things that he might be taking up a notch this year, and hopefully um, he flips those doubters into believers in Jordan Poole. Because he did play well to end the season last year. Now, he picked it up then, like really well. I think he averaged like 14 points a game too at the end of the season. Uh, he, and he looks so much better already this uh, preseason. It looks like he's going to be. He just didn't shoot the ball well last year, uh, but I was surprised by how good he is. Like, I'm not saying he's like a point guard, point guard, but he can be a point guard if you need it in a pinch. Um, and I thought he's been playing pretty well, and I have high hopes for him this season. Yeah, uh, another guy, Damian Lee, another guy who will just be you know, another spell guy. Uh, but I think we've seen uh, in, in the preseason, too, that he's a pretty explosive player, a guy who can also tunk the ball really well, uh, play some defense, uh, absolutely be able to run rebound the ball on Damian Lee. And then abs- another guy in Mike Muller, um, who can also come off the bench, uh, spell some you know 10 minutes, a guy that you can rely on. Uh, Possibly more defensively than offensively, but yeah, we'll see those guys probably, hopefully, uh, as well. Jake, do you have anything else you want to talk about about the Warriors before they start their season against the Brooklyn Nets? Nope. All right, well, let's get into our basketball predictions uh, this year, starting off with um, this, this is how we decided to do it. We're going to do uh, the West first, and we'll talk about our East picks. Uh, we did um, one through ten because there is they they did decide to do a a, a play in play in games for a, what seed seven through ten. Um, gonna be pretty interesting on how that all unfolds. But yes, I'll go first. Um, obviously, I think the easy pick here, who would be the number one team in the West, would be the Lakers, right? Obviously, uh, reigning reigning champions, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. They added, they added a bunch a bunch of guys in the offseason. The West Matthews, uh, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Montrez Hell flipped teams um, from a Clipper to a Laker just like that. 
But yeah, Jake, who do you have uh, your number one seed over in the West? I have the Lakers being the one seed uh, pretty easily. Um, I think they're the best team in the league, but they're going to be my one seed. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, I think uh, second team, um, they got a new coach. Uh, the LA Clippers did. Uh, obviously, they, beat, they, they signed uh, Paul George to a massive extension. Um, we'll see how that does there. But I think they're still the... Talent-wise, I think they're still the best team, the second-best team in the West. Obviously, you still have Kawhi. Like I said, you have Paul George, Lou Will. um, But still capable, second seed. Did fall short last year. Um, But, yeah, I think they come back with a vengeance this year and they they, they, uh, turn some heads uh, in the West. Jake, who's your second seed? My second seed would be the Clippers as – wait a minute. Is it – looking at yours. My second seed is the Clippers, too. Um, I still don't trust Paul George, but Kawhi Leonard, they're going to be a good regular season team. It just depends what they do in the playoffs. Uh, but they are my second seed. Nice. Why don't you, why don't you uh, say who your third seed is? Uh, my third seed will be the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic, who we'll get into later when we get into our award picks. Um, they have Doncic, they have Porzingis, uh, you know, they added, um, what was it? Fuck. Wait a minute. Dallas Mavericks. Well, they added Josh Richardson, who was from the 76ers. They traded Steph, uh, Seth Curry, um, over there as well. Um, James Johnson, they got too. Uh, he's a good guy off the bench. They re-signed Willie Kylie Stein. Uh, Bo Bond's back. Uh, the major the major thing is that Przingis, if he's healthy, they're going to be a top three seed. Um, if he's not, they probably will slide back a little bit in the standings. But with Luca and how good he is, um, I think they're going to be. I still don't think they're they're not going to be in the finals or anything like that. But they're getting closer to being a finals contending team. Yeah, um, I agree. I currently have them as my fourth seed. I definitely agree. I think Luka is going to have a good year. Uh, just a matter of both of them being healthy because I think uh, Luka did have problems um, in the bubble with injuries. Uh, still played his heart out kind of guy who can, again, really pull from anywhere as well compared to Steph. I mean, he's a good, um, good, absolutely really good scorer. And that's what you see in the league nowadays, people who want to see a lot of scoring. Um, Porzingis obviously has to stay healthy. Um, Josh Richardson, I think, is a good addition for them. Um, but it's going to be able to thought of who else is going to shoot um, aside aside from Luka and Porzingis. Uh, my, so I had them, them as a four. Three, I had the Denver Nuggets. Um, the Joker, really good basketball player. Um, again, a guy who can really just score and play defensively really well. A guy as a center who kind of wants the ball in his hands uh, is um, – Usually, you don't starting to see that a lot in the NBA centers being able to uh, move, uh, maneuver, uh, become ball handlers and stuff like that. And Jokic being that kind of guy uh, at that position. Um, you have Jamal Murray, um, who played really outstanding in the bubble. Obviously, um, that kind of sample size will transition into this season. We'll have to see. Um, but though that that duo is is really good. Um, speaking of that duo, uh, I think they're both. Uh, not only is Jokic and Jamal Murray, they're both them two and 
Luca and uh, Porzingis, they're all below 27 years old, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, young guys taking their team to the third seed. I think they do. They played massively well in the playoffs last year in the bubble. So I think they do it again. I think they're going to be a really good team this year for sure. Well, I'll just move on. I'll, t- I'll talk about my fifth pick. I think the Warriors uh, take on the fifth pick. I think they, a lot of people, I- I've even seen people not even pick them to go into the, the playoffs, which I think is kind of absurd. Um, but with a healthy staff, uh, obviously without Clay, but uh, with the additions of Kelly Oubre and uh, James Wiseman and uh, Andrew Wiggins, I think they have a solid season. Uh, might be a little too high, but I think they still have a pretty good season. I, picked, I put them at five. Jake, why don't you talk about yours? Yeah, so my four seed was actually the Nuggets um, there. Um, as you, you said, you basically said what I had, had to say. Jokic is Jokic is probably the best. He's the best. I think he's the best big man in the NBA. Um, well, second best because I think Davis is the best, but he's really good as well. But my fifth team will be the Jazz. Um, Donathan Mitchell. He's basically the star of their team. Um, and they're going to go as far as he takes them, I believe. So they're my five seed. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were actually my sixth seed, uh, Utah Jazz. Um, obviously, they have Rudy Gobert. Um, they have... Um, God, what's his fucking name? Jordan Clarkson. Okay, I was going to save that name, but they have... What's his name? Mike Conley? No, Mitchell. Fucking Donovan Mitchell. Jesus, oh. fuck. They have Donovan Mitchell on their team. Again, another guy who played well in the in, in the bubble. Uh, we can see he can score. He can play well defensively. Um, but, yeah, I think him and Gobert, again, I think you said just Gobert, but I think them two need to play really well together for them to um, play well this season. Uh, again, Jordan Clarkson. I'm a fan of Jordan Clarkson. He's half Filipino. Um, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why you roll your eyes at that, Jake? I just I didn't know that. Oh, yeah? Yep. I didn't. I didn't know Cristiano Ronaldo's Portuguese. Uh, are you Portuguese? You didn't know Ronaldo's. I mean, you're just capping. Anyways, my six seed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my six seed will ass. be Tim Lincecum's uh, half um, Filipino as well. Filipino. Yeah, I know that. So my six seed is the Warriors. Um, they have Curry. He's going to be healthy. That's all you need to know. They're my six seed. Absolutely. Who's your uh, Who's your seven and eight seed, Jake? So my seventh seed will be the Trailblazers. Um, and my eighth seed will be the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I think the Suns of Paul... The Suns may be too low, but there's so many good teams in the West, I couldn't put them over anyone, really. Um, Paul's going to be good with them. Uh, they have, you know, uh, Devin Booker. They got Jay Crowder. Uh, they have DeAndre Ayton. They had another high pick this draft, who's going to be a pretty good player for them. I don't know his name. Um, I remember they had a high pick, though. Uh, so he should be good for them too. I know, I know the guy. I know the guy's name. I just can't think of it right now. Um, but he should be good for them as well. Um, yeah, so they're my eighth seed, and the Trailblazers are my seventh. They made good moves in the offseason too. They got Cantor back. They go up Nurkic and Lillard, and McCollum as well. They also made some nice little under the radar moves too. But they're my seventh seed there. Yeah, uh, mine are pretty much just flip-flop of Jake's. Uh, I have the Suns ahead of the Blazers this, uh, instead. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Suns. Uh, them getting a point guard who can actually play, who can 
help Devin Booker with his development. Uh, I think it's going to be good for them. Uh, I think DeAndre Ayton's going to have a good year as well. Um, but yeah, definitely agree with uh, your two points there. Um, yeah, with the Trailblazers, again, they could be ranked higher. It's just a matter that there's just teams in the West are just loaded. Um, will we see Dame time? I don't know. We'll see uh, this year. Uh, they, yeah, like Jake said, they added Ernest Cancer back. Uh, Nurkic uh, should be healthy. Uh, TJ McCollum, a guy who can still, you know, both guys, uh, him and him and Damian Lillard can score. Um, but yeah, uh, my 9 and 10 seeds I have going on here. I have the Pelicans as a 9 seed. Uh, I think Brandon Ingram has a pretty much, I think he has a uh, could could have an all-star season this year, I think. Uh, and then Zion Williamson, um, who only played like 14 games last year, um, I think has a much better season this year. Um, Lonzo Ball, um, what, third year in the NBA already? Yeah, third third year in the NBA. Uh, I think I I mean, people have his doubts. People, you know, whatever. I think he's still a really good ball handler and a good passer. So I think he'll still have a pretty good season as well. And as my tenth seed, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. I still don't think that I mean, they can figure it out uh, enough for them to actually make it in into to become a playoff team. Um, the Warriors did trade D'Angelo Russell there. Um, so it's Angela Russell, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, and then they have a guy who they uh, took um, with the first overall pick, and Anthony Edwards, the Ant Man, uh, who's already been on record saying that he is okay with playing basketball. I don't know. I don't really know how that has turned out for him in the preseason. Um, I feel like uh, a lot of people are saying that he's not good. So uh, we'll see how he does. But, yeah, that's my 9 and 10 seeds. Jake, who are your 9 and 10 seeds? So my 9 and 10 seeds are the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. I do think the Pelicans are a year away. Uh, they got they drafted a point guard, too, who was like more of a faster-type point guard to go with – to try to replace Drew Holiday with. Um, to me, this is a big year in Lonzo's career. Um, he has to play better. He has to shoot better. Um, but – Basically, the only thing he has to work on is shooting better. He's good with he's good defensively, good passing the ball. But if he worked, if he makes more shots, to be that'll be really good for him in his career. They did um, they did add Stephen Adams too. You know, Stephen Adams a go with Zion. I kind of worry about spacing there because they're not really good three point shooters. Um, mm. But you have Ingram, you have Ball, you have Hart, you have a bunch of players there as well. Um, so they should be fun to watch. Um, Grizzlies. They almost made the playoffs last year. I think they go a bit down more this year. That's well. That's only because the West is so strong. Um, so that's my tenth seed. But the Timberwolves, I just think they're going to be. They're they're going to be terrible. They their whole entire franchise is just, to be to be honest, a joke. They've had like one playoff appearance in the last I don't know what. Fifteen years or something like that. Um, I just don't trust D'Angelo Russell and Cat. And Carl Anthony Towns, and I've not heard anything about Anthony Edwards. I'm not sure if he's even playing in the preseason or not, but I haven't heard anything but dude, about him. But dude, they're like best friends, D'Lo and Cat. Dude, they're gonna play really well together. I just think they're a terrible franchise. <laughs> and they're just gonna be. They're just gonna be terrible. Hopefully, they're really bad, but not bad. But not too bad. So the Warriors get their first round pick next year in a loaded draft. Definitely agree. 
Well, let's talk about the East now then. Uh, aside from that, um, I'll just go first. I'll talk about my first two. I'll just do it like that. Uh, I have the Bucks uh, being the number one seed. Obviously, Giannis um, can take it to the first seed easily. Obviously, with the addition of Drew Holiday is going to help him a lot. Um, they could have gotten what's his name? No, that's wrong. Oh yeah, Drew Holiday. I think he's a really big. He did sign a, a super max deal, so he is staying with the Bucks. Feels bad. His loss, really. But yeah, taking them with the number one seed in the East. Uh, here I have the two seeded Miami Heat, a team that a lot of people were just not high on last year, but they were able to take themselves all the way to the uh, NBA Finals. Um, Jordan Drogic uh, re-signed with them with the Miami Heat. Uh, he obviously was hurt for uh, the whole series, but uh, he's back. Jimmy Butler started is, is becoming one of my favorite players in the NBA. I mean, why how could you not love the guy and the way he you know people are always putting fingers at him being the, the problem. Obviously, when he went, when he leaves the Timberwolves. Look at what happens. They're still dog shit. Uh, leaves the Sixers. Um, why? Uh, he's capable of bringing a team to the playoffs. I think that with the East, uh, East definitely could be a really uh, good team in the two seed. And then Bam Adebayo being a guy that he has um, played really, really well last year, I think uh, they're capable of being the two seed here. Jake, what are your thoughts? Who are, who are your first two seeds? Or uh, one and two seed? My first seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they're the best team in the East, I think. You're muted. I can't hear what you're saying. My team is the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they're the best team in the East pretty easily. Um, they just have a lot of good players there. Giannis, they got Drew Holiday. They got Pat Connington, who's like a three-point guy off the bench and can and has bounced too, uh, so he's pretty good. And was a former pitcher who was drafted in the MLB draft. Um, I think the Bucks are the oh, best wow, team. Oh, that's pretty cool. Net, this, my second seed is the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Kevin Durant's going to help lead that team. He might be a dark horse. Well, actually, I'm not sure if he's a dark horse MVP candidate, but he might. To me, if they're if they're really good, it's it's going to be because of him and not the idiot in Brooklyn. So I think if he's good, he's going to be MVP candidate. Uh, he's the best player on the team. It, it just it remains to be seen how he's going to work with the idiot in Brooklyn over there as well. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, we kind of talked about this earlier, but you know they have. DeAndre Jordan. Uh, then they have a couple other players as well, obviously. But then they have, I think, Joe Harris is a three-point specialist. Um, they got Jared Allen, uh, who's he's pretty good. Uh, but the main Landry Shamit, yeah, Shamit, Shamit. The main key is that if Durant's healthy, they're going to be good. Um, if Durant's not, and the idiot from Brooklyn has to help carry him, I think they're going to be pretty bad. Actually, not bad. Just not as good as they should be with Durant, obviously. Uh, but I'm interested in seeing how Durant and the idiot in Brooklyn work together and how they progress during the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so those are your first two. So I had the Celtic, uh, the Nets a little bit lower. I had them at four. Uh, but yeah, I agree. It's just a matter of um, Kyrie... And Kevin Durant staying healthy. I think they all have the pieces there to be a really good team. They have guys who can come off the bench. They have guys who uh, uh, on the on the starting five who can uh, play really well. We see we already saw them last year be a team without Kevin Durant and Kyrie be a team that you know can do things. Um, 
and even the year prior to a team that helped themselves, I think, were like a five or six seed in the East. So uh, with additions of them, they should become better. It's just a matter of them two staying healthy. Uh, with the third, so I had them at the fourth seed. Uh, with the third seed, I had the Celtics. Um, I think Jason Tatum. I think he's a dark horse to become or to to win an MVP Finals or, or to be uh, a regular season MVP uh, in this league. Uh, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, and the best player on the Celtics team is Taco Fall. Um, why would it not be? I think they're still a pretty. They're a really good team. Uh, Jalen Brown, really good. Marcus Smart defensively. That kind of pest that you want on your team. I think the Celtics uh, are a pretty good team, and I have them at third. Um, at five, I had the 76ers. Um, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Obviously, they uh, they traded away Josh Richardson, but I still think they're still a really good team. Um, it's just a matter, I think, and I think you, should, you could agree with this, Jake, is that how far can Joel Embiid take this team? Um, we saw they have their playoff woes. So we'll just see how that, how that goes. Oh, well, see how that uh, rhymed. Um, but yeah, I still think they're a really good team. Probably not going to be as good as they were last year. Um, they did have the addition of Dwight Howard to this team. They did also add Danny Green and Seth Curry, guys who can shoot. Because um, that's the thing that they, that's a major need on their team is people who can shoot the three ball or just shoot and shoot the ball in general. Um, but yeah, that's my fifth seed. Jake, who do you have at your fifth seed? Well, my three and four seed is the, my three seed is the Toronto Raptors. Um, mm. They got Aaron Baines as an upgrade over Marcus Soule. Uh, mm-hmm. They should be good. Then the Heat are my fourth seed. Um, I Jimmy Butler is a great player. Um, even though they're going to be a lower seed, I still think they have a shot of making the finals again. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how they play this year in the second year. Tyler Hero as well. Um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, so that's my fourth seed. And my five seed is the Boston Celtics. Mm, wow. Yep, with Kemba, uh, then they have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Um, they're going to be fun to watch. Um, I think the East is re- is highly improved this season, um, and I'm excited to see what happens. But they're my five seed. Nice. So I'll talk about my six seed. You already mentioned them, uh, the Toronto Raptors. Um, Nick Nurse being a really good coach, winning Coach of the Year last year. I think he takes this guy, Fred Van Fleet. Really good uh, player in them. Uh, he was a free agent. They were capable of re-signing him this uh, this offseason. Kyle Lowry being the pest that he is as well. Uh, no matter what the call is, he's always going to get the charge no matter what. And I think, Jake, you can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is a really good team. Like you said, Aaron Baines, who was with the Celtics last year. Um, uh, I wouldn't say uh, upgrade over Marcus Gasol. No, I think he's at this point in his career, he's an upgrade. I think. Marcus Saul just wasn't great. Marcus Saul looks so old in the bubble. Um, he just looked old. I mean, Baines is a, Baines is actually a really good player in the NBA. He was on the Spurs in the start of his career, but he's turned out to be a pretty good player. Um, and I think he yeah, fits, the Raptors also have Pascal Siakam too. So yeah, and he fits the Raptors and what they want to do. Yeah, and I also like. Um... Norman Powell off the bench. I think he's a really good scorer as well. So, yeah, the Raptors, uh, they could be higher. Uh, they could be higher than the Sixers. I just have them as uh, just a little bit below than this year. I think they take somewhat of a step back. But, I mean, it's the East. 
they could be really good too. So, yeah. If my sixth seed is the 76ers. So you said they added more shooting, uh, so that's good. And beat if he's healthy, they're going to be really good. Uh, so they're my sixth seed. My seventh seed is the Indiana Pacers. Uh, people always think they're going to be bad, and they always, for some reason, get into the playoffs and. They don't. They usually don't win a series, but they they play pretty. They play really hard during that playoff series. Um, they have Victor Oladipo, Miles Turner, and they're my seventh seed there. Yeah, uh, my seventh seed. I think a team that's going to take a big step forward in making that playoff and to, to be a team in the playoffs throughout the regular season. I think it's going to be the uh, the Atlanta Hawks uh, with Trey Young. Uh, but they had another. They had another shooter on their team in Bogdan, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Kings. Uh, in a really weird situation of what happened. Um, so what, what was it? He signed with them. The, the Kings were able to match. The right? King, this is what the this is what happened. The Kings okay, is yeah. restricted free agent. So there was a rumor that he was going to go to the Bucks. However, the Kings tried to trade him to the Bucks, but he's like, "Hey, I don't want to sign there." And you can't trade a guy who isn't signed yet, who's basically a free agent. So he wanted to go to Atlanta, and Atlanta gave him an offer. He signed that offer. The Kings had three days to match. They didn't match it. He went to seventy. He went to the seventy. He went to the. He's, fuck. He went to the Atlanta Hawks. So he's an Atlanta Hawk now. But the Kings did not want to do a trade, even though the. 76 the fucking hawks offer them two second round picks for him they do the trade they said dad we don't want to do that so he's now a member of the atlanta hawk and yeah he's a pretty good player and they also have danilo so yeah, the kings are the, the kings are stupid yeah, there's a meme that says there's a, there's a meme i see sometimes on twitter it says fucking stupid and has the king's logo in the middle of it <laughs> that's what they are i'll post it on our instagram page but yes they have that um they added uh, Rajon Rondo. They added Clint Chris Capella. Dunn. They added Danilo Gallinari. Gallinari. I wanted him on the Warriors <laughs> so bad. So every time he made a three, I can go, Gallinari. But then he signed with I think them. They also added Chris Dunn, too. So, I mean, I think this is a really good team. Actually, you know uh, what? I'm, but... you know, I'm moving my Hawks pick from nine to seven. Then I'll put the Wizard. No, I'll move my. I'll move the Hawks from nine to seven. Then put the Pacers from seven to eight and move the Wizards to nine. That's what I'm doing. Okay. But, yeah, I think they're a really good team. I forgot how much I they just again, I think the East is pretty loaded this year, too. They had a top not pick, as, too. as loaded as the West, but I think the, the Hawks still have a really good season and that they become a playoff team for sure. The and, Hawks again, no, uh, you already mentioned the Pacers as well. I think they're a really good team. Um, there were rumors of Victor Oladipo leaving, but he is staying. Uh, they still have Miles Turner. Uh, who else is on the Pacers team? Let me check. Oh, um... What's his name? He went off. He was like averaging like Miles 35. Turner. Uh, Sabonis is a really good player as He's well. I like Sabonis. Uh, TJ Warren was yes. going off in the bubble. I think he averaged like 35 points per game there. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Broden, a former uh, rookie of the year. Um, but yeah. Justin Holiday. So I, th- I think they're a pretty good team. Um, have them as a shaky eight seed. There's a possibility of the Magic. Uh, who is my ninth seed right now? Uh, can make the playoffs as well. Who they did? They did last year. Be check. Um, they have uh, what's his name? Fuck. Aaron Gordon. Aaron. Aaron Gordon. Excuse me. Aaron Gordon. Um, I still think they're really. 
they could be better. Um, but yeah, I have them at my nine seed. Let me see who all the players that they have. Uh, oh, they drafted Cole Anthony. Uh, they have Michael Fultz. So they have they have Mo Bamba on their team. Um, Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross, who can absolutely dunk the fucking basketball. Um, but yeah. They're in and out of a, of the eight I see it, I think, I feel like. You know what Evan Fournier's uh, nickname is? What? Don't Google. Why? Type his name type type, type his last name in Google and see what you find. No, I'll, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called Don't Google, because it's like a uh, infection on your most important uh, yeah it's it's not it's an affection where it hurts to get hit at if you're a guy oh interesting but yeah and then i think jake already mentioned this uh this team but i had a wizards at the 10 seed. It would be, actually uh, it would have been such good content if you did look it up and i got your live reaction but you did not want to do yeah it. just not gonna SMH. do it no there's no way uh but like i was saying i have the magic at the 10 uh the wizards at the 10 seed excuse me um they traded away john wall and return to get Russell Westbrook. They still have Bradley Beal. Um, Davis Bertans. Who? Who? Davis Bertans. I have no idea who the point that is. No cap. They signed him a five-year, $80 million extension. He's a three-point specialist. He averaged like 18 points per game last year on like 45% from three. He's really good. Oh, wow. They have uh, uh, Ryu Hachimura. That's how you say his name. From Gonzaga. Fuck Gonzaga. Um, they're big man. Well, like I said, yeah, Russell Westbrook, uh, Bradley Beal. They drafted Disraeli Luka Doncic and Denny Avija. I don't know how to say his last name. Jake, do you know how to say his last name? Yeah, Denny the Israeli Luka Doncic Avija. Avija, yeah. They also have and Robin he Lopez. Looks, he looks like he could be a, a superstar. He looks really good. Well, we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's those are the rest of my that's my top ten. I think uh, you said you said you kind of said yours, but you kind of mixed it up. Why don't you uh, yes. reiterate what your team what your picks were? So my sixth seed is the 76ers. Seventh seed, who I moved from nine to seven, is the Hawks. I moved the Pacers from seven to eight, then the Wizards to nine, and the Magic are ten. Nice. Yes. Yes. But yeah, um, do we have anything else to talk about? Oh yeah, we still have our uh, predictions yeah, for. Um, so. Gosh, this is a really long episode. Jesus Christ. Well, let's just talk about it now. Uh, the finals. Uh, this should be quick though. I have the Lakers versus Celtics uh, with the Lakers winning. Uh, I give it in, in six games. Uh, say it now at the Lakers winning. I, I, I'll let them go back to back. Uh, they are the best team in the NBA. But yeah, Jake, who do you have? To me, I have the Lakers versus the Bucks, and I have the Lakers winning this. Lakers is the best team in the league, and I think Antenna Canupo is going to give them to the finals for the first time in, I think, since the 1970s. Um, so Lakers, Bucks, and the Lakers win in, I'd say, seven. Actually, no, we don't do seven. Sit. We don't we don't pick we don't pick series in seven because that means you don't know what you're talking about. Lakers in six. Uh yeah, they're not gonna be able to since um what's his name? Since Kareem Abdul Jabbar. There yeah. you go. But yeah, uh, let's talk about our MVP. Uh, Jake, why don't you talk about your MVP? You already said it, but yeah, go ahead. 
My MVP? Yes. Luka Doncic. He's my MVP. He's 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 21. He's so good. Um, Luka is really good, yes. Yeah, he's really good. He's been a pro since he's like 14 years old. Um, <laughs> so he's he's just incredible. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, I have mine as Anthony Davis. So I think he does really well this year. He signed an extension, or he signed as a free agent back with the Lakers. I think um, I think he'll overshadow James, LeBron James this year. But is there ever overshadowing LeBron James? No. But I think Anthony Davis will win the MVP this year. We'll talk about our coach of the year. I'll go with my. I'm taking Steve Kerr as being the coach of the year. Um, again. A lot of people don't have the Warriors making the playoffs. The Warriors are going to make the playoffs. And that one's going to be on the play because on the play of Stephen Curry, but also on the coaching of Steve Curry. And that's why I have him as Coach of the Year, Jake. My Coach of the Year is going to be Monty Williams from the Phoenix Suns. Um, I think they're going to be – you know I have him at what? Eight in the West. I do think there's a chance to get up even higher, but the West is so good. But if they get, if they're like a top five seed, which I'm not sure they will be, but if they are, he's going to be coach of the year. And I think Monty Williams, who did a great job last year, is the coach that the Suns needed for a long time, and they finally got it right. You love to see it. Well, let's talk about the rookie of the year and a pretty consensus rookie of the year. I feel like uh, people are giving it, and they're giving it to Lamelo Ball, a guy who can really deliver the basketball to the uh, to his teammates. Um, probably going to have a shaky start shooting the ball, but I think he picks it up. And I think because of his length and his reach, I think he was going to be pr- play pretty well defensively. Uh, that's my rookie of the year in LaMelo Ball. Jake? My rookie of the year is James Wiseman. Um, I just don't think LaMelo is going to score enough to get the rookie of the year. And if the Warriors make the playoffs, Wiseman is going to be a big part of that. And I think Wiseman is going to be the rookie of the year. Um, I don't know. I like my point guards to be able to shoot the ball. This isn't the 1960s. Um, but if Lamelo shoots the ball well, then he has a shot at being Rookie of the Year. But he just, I just don't, I don't think, I don't think he's ever going to be a great shooter. Uh, but if he is, he's going to be a great player. But I think in in this case, in this year, I think he's going to struggle shooting wise. So for me, it's going to be James Wiseman as my Rookie of the Year. Not I'm not saying that Ball is going to be a bad player in the NBA. I think he's going to be he's going to be a really good passer. He's not he's awful defensively, but he does what you care about. He tries. You can tell that he wants to be better defensively, and that's all that matters. He's only 19, so he's going to struggle defensively now, uh, but he has the ability to become very good defensively, and he wants to be good defensively too, which is a big thing you have to. Like, I would be more tough on him if you if you like if you can tell he wasn't trying to be better defensively, but you can tell he he pulls out 100% effort, doesn't give up. Uh, he's just not there yet defensively, and he's going to learn that in time with the uh, being an NBA and with being with. Um, a good coach who should be able to, you know, the guy from the Spurs who comes from the Spurs system who preaches defense, and I think he's going to be a pretty good wing defender. But in this case, uh, to end it, Wiseman's my rookie of the year. Nice. Well, let's move on to some defense, starting with defense, uh, beginning with defensive player of the year. And I'm taking the Frenchman and Rudy Gobert, uh, probably going to lead the league in in blocks for sure. Um, being the guy that he is, he's already won it one, well, once already. Might as well give it to him again. I'm picking with Rudy Gobert this year. Jake, what about you? My defensive player of the year 
I think he's gonna have a big bounce back season, and they need it, it, they need this to happen for them to be good. And if it does happen, he's gonna be a big part of it. To me, it's Draymond Green is my defensive player of the year. He has a lot to prove this season. Uh, he was really bad last year. Uh, he's new. Four-year, hundred million-dollar contract kicks in this season, and I think that if he gets back to his old self, he may not be as good def- offensively, not shoot the ball as well, but he's back at his old self defensively. I think he's going to be defensive player of the year, and that's because I think the Warriors are going to be very good if he's at his top level. Nice, I like that. Yeah, um, let's end it here with the sixth man of the year. Um, which I'll be taking a guy who's obviously really capable of doing it, if you've seen it in the past, is Montrez Harrell, who is now with the LA Lakers, um, doing it with when he was being the sixth man for the, uh, the Clippers. Even with Lou Williams being there, he was making a massive impact. He can be the guy off the bench for the Lakers who can make a massive impact. But yeah, Montrez Harrell for my sixth man of the year. Jake? My sixth man of the year before this was going to be Lou Williams, which the award should be named after, the Lou Williams Award. Because uh, he's always, he, I think he's won the six man like three or four times. Uh, but for me, my six man is going to be Eric Paschal. And I know I picked a lot of Warriors here, uh, but I just think Eric Paschal, if he's if he plays as good as he did last year, but better, because um, he's going to be better this year as in the second year in the NBA. He's going to learn more about the game's going to slow down for him. If he's if he improves his three point shot, I think the sky's the limit for him, and he's going to be my six man of the year. Kind of an outside-the-box pick, um, but, you know, I wanted to switch it up and go differently. Nice. It's going to be a very interesting uh, pick there, Jake. But, yeah, definitely. It's going to be a uh, happy basketball back. Happy they're going to be able to be play playing in their own stadiums instead of a bubble. Um, with the vaccine on its way, uh, obviously, uh, the NFL – uh, I think they already said that they're not going to be jumping COVID lines and getting that uh, that vaccine. But we'll see with the NBA if they – obviously, like Jake said earlier in the episode, they did extend or uh, – is it extended the right expand. word? Expand. Is that the right word? Expand. Expand. Yeah. There you go. It's fucking expand. Expand. The roster from 13 to 15. So – with two added guys, uh, hopefully COVID doesn't make a huge impact uh, in the NBA season this year, but we shall see. It has made its impact, obviously, last year and in the NFL this year. So we'll see how that goes. But, yes, Jake, anything else to add for the episode? Nope, that'll be it. <clears throat> well, thanks for listening to the NBA Podcast. Your host, James, with Jake, episode 115, Basketball is back don't forget to like us on facebook follow us on instagram at the baby the ba podcast follow us on twitter at ba underscore podcast one follow us on spotify follow us on the soundcloud app and also subscribe to us on the podcast app jake yep make sure to subscribe like share rate review unsubscribe resubscribe about 50 times to gain the system we're like for being in the industry the past 34 months we're going to talk to the podcast worldwide we will take top of your podcast sports and recreation, but as you know, we shoot for the stars through the BA podcast. Because the top of your podcast worldwide, if you do that, give you high, we'll give you a high five. to the after today's episode, James. Verdant. Verdant. Bye. Bye. Warzone sucks. <laughs>